Good morning, Coach. How are you? Uh, good morning. How are you guys doing today? Cole, do you prefer – you probably prefer this weather, don't you? You like it? Uh, you like this? I was, actually, I was actually chuckling when you said be careful out there. It's cold. I mean, God. <laughs> it's a beautiful morning. This is To me, this is a perfect fall morning. All this, right. this is late June in Green Bay. Yeah, that's uh, maybe late May. Give him a little credit. <laughs> what, what's your What's your heat cutoff? Like RJ and Troy, they love it in the nineties and a hundred, like these sickos around here. And I, you know, I, I prefer it much cooler. What, what's your What's your cutoff temperature for the heat? Because we're going back to seventy next week, apparently. Yeah, I'll say this: uh, I have the opportunity to live in you know the climates of too cold and climate of too hot. I don't think it's ever too hot. I, you know, I, I would take too hot over too cold any day. So, yes. I mean, I, I, I don't want to be up in the hundreds, but I, I don't have a problem with the 90s. Oh, that's right. Gosh, that's, I like it. That's awful. Uh, all right, Coach. Uh, Dak said that it's safe to assume that he's good to go for Sunday. Uh, I, I assume that you're agreeing. Dak, <laughs> Dak will be good to go for the Broncos? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, you know, everything was uh, – Good yesterday. Uh, visit with Dak last night before before he called it a night here, and you know, unless anything you know happens in the next forty eight hours, so I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, everything looks ready. Looks ready to go. Was he so close and close enough on Sunday uh, against Minnesota that you knew basically then and there? Yeah, not today, but he'll be good next week. You knew then and there. Uh, you, you know, one one of the points of the conversation was if if he did not play in Minnesota. Um, you know, Britt Brown, you know, felt strongly that he would be, you know, full go by Wednesday or clearly by Thursday's practice. So, and, and that's, that's held out to be true. And so even more so, it definitely was the right decision uh, for Dak not to play in Minnesota. Uh, Dak also told us yesterday that it'll be uh, Terrence Steele at left tackle and Leo at right tackle. Can you just kind of take us through, uh, because, I don't think any other city talks offensive line moves as much as we do, Coach, in terms of uh, the, the guys and studs you have up front. Can you just take us through that decision on how you ended up uh, with that for Sunday? So, Dak, put that out there? Yeah. Troy, let's play yeah, the think... clip. Co Coach, we were afraid you were going to get mad at us for no, asking. I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm laughing about it because I talked to Rich about it yesterday. I said, you know, he took he took a week off. He's a little rusty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't get it out of Jerry. Jerry, we got we got steel right yeah. tackle out of Jerry earlier in the year, and then and then and then he's been silenced. <laughs> yeah, no, this could be a fun conversation. So we should move on. Um, I, I think the uh, no, I think like anything, uh, you, you know, you look at you look at all the the factors. You know, the, the fact that. Terrence has, has, has spent more time, you know, with, as far as reps uh, on the left side. I'm talking through training camp, you know, practice reps and things like that. It's, you know, and LC has been more right-handed. So, you know, that, that was a big part of our decision. Uh, for those that don't know, more right-handed or making someone play left-handed, because that's a football term that's always thrown out there. Could could you just explain what that is? Oh, man, I'll tell you, Josh sitting up in Green Bay had the, the perfect, uh, you know, analogy of you know moving from right guard to left guard and i'm trying to say, i'm trying to say this the right way on the radio uh he he um he illustrated it's like when you go when you go to the, when you go to the bathroom you have to wipe you know one way as opposed to the other it's it's it's, it's more difficult than you think so uh, i think it's a lot about your footwork uh, you know as, as as far as leverage points you know it's just it's just the opposite so um you know that, that's why you, these guys practice the way they do, you know, the, the connection of the playing with the guy next to you, you know, the, the combination blocks, the fits of it, the communication, you know, passing off the stunt. So 
just the footwork and the intricacies, you know, of of how you do it on the left side opposed to the right side. I mean, obviously, you you, you want to, reps rep, repetition is very important in in this decision. I can't go left either, Coach. I'm done. I got nothing else. I, I, that's why I'm avoiding rotator surgery. That's the that's I can't the, use my left hand. That that's a walk off moment right there. As yeah, if, I thought you guys would enjoy that, but uh, yeah, this is this is definitely should be a side conversation. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let, let's get into some health of the guys, update statuses uh, like Amari, CD, Gallup. All the wide receivers seem to have something. Yeah, definitely. I, both guys are, have done well. Uh, they, they've, they've, you know, worked their, you know, their workloads that both just in today. So we'll we'll see how they are. This is really the design of what Fridays are for. So you know, you hit, you hit your your marks Wednesday and Thursday. So how they come through today. Uh, but I, I feel feel good about Amari and, and and Michael looks good too. So uh, we'll just you know we'll take that decision all the way till tomorrow. Did uh did Lamb have something new come up with the ankle this week or or still just from the Viking game? No, it, uh, he just kind of rolled it in practice on Wednesday. So um, I anticipate he'll, you know, he'll have a full day today, and you know, I look for him to practice tomorrow. Uh, one of the guys Denver has, one of the rookies, they've got a pretty good rookie on defense as well, just like the, just like we do. But uh, Patrick Sertan having a good year. Uh, has yeah. he been covering the ones mostly, and 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 what have you seen from him on tape? Well, I mean, the, the thing about it, I mean, they're, they're more left and right, uh, but he's mm-hmm. uh, you know. He's one of those young corners you, you you probably want to get after him now because in another you know another year or two he's you know he has a chance to be one of the top players in the league. So I mean he plays with excellent length, um, just very mature in, in his uh, you know his technique and route recognition. So a very very impressive tape so far for a rookie. How interested were you guys in him, Coach? We had done a lot of corner talk before the draft, but for y'all ended up with a hell of a player yourself. How much did you guys like Sertan coming out? Oh, I loved him. No, he was he was definitely you know had a lot of conversation and uh, you know up there with Micah, and he's you know he's definitely living living up to his valuation. Great. Uh, Micah did not have the green dot on his helmet this week. Is that something that you guys are going to you know do moving forward? We have uh, another player be the one making the calls. Yeah, I mean as we move forward, I mean a lot of that is determined by final game planning. You know, trying to anticipate the personnel groups that you're going to be in, um, but. You know, it, it was something that J.K. Javon did a, did an excellent job of, and you know we'll probably we'll probably lean that way again this week. But you, you always got to have three guys ready for the green dot. Now, you know, Mike is still part of that rotation. How much does that free up a defensive player, uh, coach, when they don't have to worry about those calls? We we always talk about offensive terminology, but is it <clears throat> is it overhyped that someone just gets to play without thinking if they don't have that responsibility added? No, I think it's the facts. I mean, you know, it's you know the responsibility of being the key communicator. It, you know, it takes takes up some of your mental and emotional energy. So, no, it's 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 definitely a responsibility, and and it's an important responsibility. I think it shows you what we think of Micah. Uh, you know, how, how far along we we feel in his development that he was wearing the green dot for us. So, uh, you, you you know, you have to have more than one. Uh, so you you have to have a clean rotation because you know the, the communication, especially the stress. In the pre-snap, you know, so so much of this game, you know, with the offense trying to attack the defense, there's so much that goes on before the ball is snapped, and the importance of that, you know, how it affects the efficiency of how how your guys line up and play. So, um, I, I just think it a, you know, Mike is 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 trained and ready to do it, but just be based off of how we feel the flow of the personnel groups, you know, it was actually good to take some responsibility off Mike's plate.
Mike McCarthy live with Sean and RJ every Friday on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, you, of course, know that we throw out uh, really dumb football mm-hmm. questions for our own education to you every week. This week's is defensive play calls. Mike, how different are they from offensive play calls, like with the terminology? Is it so much shorter? Is it quicker? We've always, I've always wondered about that. You know, the defensive guys go in for a second. You know, what is the defensive play call? How much different is it from the offensive terminology? Is it a lot simpler? That's a great question, by the way. Thank um, you. Yeah, I, I, you, you, the prelude had me nervous. I thought it was going to be some clown, <laughs> clown question or something. But, no, that's an excellent question. And, you know, when you look at terminology, if just from playbooks, the offensive terminology is a lot longer than defense. And, you know, I think rightfully so, you know, the defense is reacting to the offense. And, and then what happens is then you get into hurry-up offense, you know, whether they want to call it no huddle, you know, rapid, all the different terms on the ball. And then the offense kind of goes to shorter terminology. So it's kind of like your two-minute – you know, your two-minute nicknames for the long plays. And, you know, the defense really has to operate in that mode all the time because, you know, if you're playing an offense that's rolling personnel groups in there, you're, you know, your, your communication has to be quick and easy. Um, so the answer to your question, the defense terminology is a lot less. And, um, and, and our guys are very creative, you know, in, in how you, you build the families of words. And, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's key to the, you know, the, the momentum and the way today's game is played because, you know, they, you know, everybody's trying to hurry up and slow it down and trying to keep the, the opponent off balance. Coach, I know in this league, I mean, anybody could beat any team on any day, and we've seen it this year. Um, but, you know, do you plan or have to coach against a potential letdown? I know Denver hasn't, you know, hasn't played great over the last couple of weeks. You're coming off a big win with, uh, you know, with the backup quarterback. Do you have to coach against the letdown? Absolutely. Um, you know, you're coaching, handling success all the time in this in this business. You know, when when you're on a win streak, so um, you know that, that was a it's a we we touch on it at some form or fashion weekly. Um, you know, you know this week, frankly, our you know the message was don't take the cheese. And you know, as far as what's going on out, out around you know around our our locker room and our workspace. And it's just it's just you know keeping the focus on self improvement uh, because you know we 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 still have a lot of uh, you know opportunity to grow and and that's really what our focus is uh, and but at the end of the day when we get to Sunday it's about winning you know, we got we got to do whatever it takes to win the game it's it's always about winning uh, but you know Monday through Saturday we got to really stay on top of you know growing our football team whether it's the development of our young players that 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 aren't going to play that you know that we can get some extra practice reps for them and making sure the veterans are getting exactly what they need. But the reality of keeping the continuity and the connection uh, constant within our, you know, our environment is particularly when we practice on Wednesday and Thursday because competitive spirit and the efficiency of it is so important to success. Mike McCarthy here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, with with the deadline passing, Jerry had told us Tuesday, you know, we're probably not going to do anything. How, how do you weigh, Mike, trying to match a move like the Rams just made with you guys up there in the NFC versus not wanting to disrupt something special that you have going on and, and the chemistry in your locker room? How do you, how, how do you weigh that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, something you're, that happens each and every year. And, and, and I think it's, a, you know, really reemphasizing what I just talked about is just keeping the eye, you know, your eye on that target. And that's the development of the players we have here. I mean, if there is a situation where you feel that you can really upgrade your team, and if there's a certain spot that you uh, feel like you, you know, need, I don't, I don't know exactly what the Rams, you know, were, they're thinking of going into that, but I, you know, it definitely sounds like a, an excellent move for them. But 
but I'm, I'm glad they did it this week. It, it was convenient, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I just is always really focused uh, on our guys, uh, and you know, just coming from a program that we just relied strictly on the draft. Uh, you know that. You know, I don't think we've ever. I don't think I've ever been part of a signing on on Tuesday, the last day. You know, of the trade deadline. So, um, so I. That's that's just been my personal experience. So, uh, but you know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'll take. You know, I'll take it if I think it'll definitely help our team. Uh, but I, I really like not only the group of men we have here, but the the volume. I mean, we we have outstanding numbers under this new roster development plan because of you know the pandemic and. I think it's something that I hope the league stays with because to have you know 80 plus players in your building that you're developing, I think this is the best you know replacement for for a minor league and you know, all those things that get kicked around all the time. So uh, we're just really focusing on our on our group. Did you give Kellen Moore a hard time yesterday with the uh, the latest rumors of him taking a a, a college football job? Uh, shoot, shoot, sorry, I missed that. But. Uh, <laughs> TC, TCU in the news yesterday. Yeah. TCU oh, for okay, Kellen yeah. now. Uh, I saw that by coach. Uh, no, I did not. Okay. So. All right. So, uh, am I supposed to? Is that, is that what yeah, like, you know, like getting my horn frog shirt or, or sweatshirt. <laughs> Just walk around with a TCU shirt on. Yeah, troll, <laughs> troll them a little bit like they did Tomlin with USC. Mike didn't like okay. that too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got some TCU alumni in here, so I'm sure there's. <laughs> Some of that going on. <laughs> Coach, thank you so much. This was absolutely fantastic. Let's keep it going. I'll be watching and rooting for y'all on Sunday, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, gentlemen.